Okay, hi everyone. So just some quick um, reflections from me on the the death theme of death in Ransom and the Queen. So firstly, great analysis, um, great close scene analysis that, um, by the group today of those two scenes, particularly the analysis of uh, the Queen scene and all of the focus on the, the paparazzi and the way that the scene was put together. Um, just going to apologize in advance because someone next door to me is using a chainsaw and it's really loud. So if you hear that, that's what that is. Um, so just, I feel like just tying together kind of the, the analysis of those two scenes, I feel like it, the, the, both of the texts seem to suggest, um, and also the other noise you probably hear is my dog running around, like throwing this rope around and being really aggressive with it. Um, <clears throat> so it's fun having animals. Um, both texts sort of seem to suggest that that death is something that's out of your control um, and you can't kind of control when death comes for you. And there's always, there seems to be a sense of the foreshadowing of death in both texts. So like that foreshadowing of, um, of death in the Princess Diana scene with the kind of the tension and the pace that it creates and kind of like all of the chaos that... Um, the group was describing and then obviously in ransom like we get those direct foreshadowing kind of quotes like um you will not lo lo long outlast me or outlive me or whatever it is achilles um and those kind of those quotes that suggest that like the gods are speaking through someone um so i think that they both they both foreshadow death and, and show that you can't kind of you know outrun death when it's when it's your time you can't control when you're going to die but also that they seem to both suggest that the only thing that you can control is how you respond to death so like in the queen we see like two clear pathways of possible responses to death and that everyone has a choice about how they respond to death um, and there seems to be a right choice and a wrong choice um, and say the same could be said for um, in Ransom. There's a right choice and a wrong choice in how to respond to death and Achilles, you know, chooses one of them and maybe it's not necessarily the right choice. Um, so you could think about like how you could compare that to the queen and the way that she responds with, that, with a lack of emotion and how that, that response um, doesn't go down well. Um, so you could think about those things. Um, and I just wanted to also just point out, so like with in Ransom, oh, also um, the preparation of the, the body kind of as a theme of death. Um, so think about the symbolism of the dead deer or the deer that's alive and then dead uh, in the queen and then the way that she goes to visit it and like the way that they've, I guess, prepared the body. Um, they've cut the head off. Um, it's hanging up. It's all very organized in terms of when you go into that, when the camera goes into that shed you can see that it's quite organized and methodical in the way that the body has been prepared um i also would point out that it feels like from but this is also my interpretation that the queen is kind of giving more respect to this dead deer than she does to diana by going to visit it when it's dead you know that's a respectful thing to do to go and say visit someone who's died or you know um pay pay your respects like and that could be at a funeral or at a um you know at the the funeral home or whatever but she gives more respect to this deer than she kind of does to diana in a way that's just also my interpretation so you don't have to interpret it like that if you don't want to and i'd love to hear if you have a different way that you might 
think about that um, symbolism there with the deer because I liked some of the ideas you came up with in our other class. Um, so in terms of in ransom, so I'm on page, I'm on page 24 um, and I'm just thinking about the, the, rep, the kind of the, the repetition of this, um, you know, dragging of Hector's corpse, like up and down, kind of like the walls of Troy. Um, actually, I think I'm on the wrong page. Okay, so sorry, I'm on page 25. So unwinding from his waist an oxide thong, he lifted the feet and lashed them together. Then with the thong wound tied around his wrist, dragged the corpse to his chariot. Passing the throng once, twice, three times round the beechwood axle bar, he made it fast to the car, jerked the hide to see that it would hold. Then, like a man obeyed, obeying the needs of some other darker agency, he leapt to the platform. I'm going to just point out here that when you do your reread, I really want you to go and highlight all of the different um, suggestions of like a, a darker agency or like kind of this suggestion that there's like a higher power that's controlling like um, a a mortal kind of like being so like it could be like a an actual human or an animal or something like that because it comes up all the time um so suggestion here that he, he's not even in control of his actions he leapt onto the platform dashed the uh, blah 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 right so there it is there um and then we see the um so he's driving, half turning from time to time to observe how the body, its head and shoulders bouncing over the dry, uneven ground, swung in a wide arc behind him. Um, then behind, and then I'm just skipping down further on page 26. Behind him, the body, its locks already grey with dust, leapt and followed the hip bones and shoulder blades of the massive back dashing hard against sharp edged flinty stones and ridges as time after time with gathering speed the wheels of the car took to the air and then struck down hard in a shower of sparks um, faster and faster he drove up and down the walls of troy so it's like starting to generate this like real sense of pace i'm thinking about the the death scene for diana there with like the all of the paparazzi and kind of like the chaos that's being caused and the chase scene like it's still it feels a little bit similar to that with the flashing lights and we've got the sparks here like you can sort of see the similarities um, um and then as hector's corpse raw now from head to foot and caked with dust bounded and tumbled and priam hector's father and his mother hecuba and his wife andromache and the child i can never figure out how to say this name aston astyanax at her hip and hector's brothers and brothers-in-laws and their wife blah 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 right um still he felt nothing um, and then I'm going to skip forward to page 30. want to talk very quickly about the horses. So we're just looking at the routine here of um, Achilles. So um, he's going to get his horses. He's on page 30. Um, the horses come trotting out. They are combed. So he's asked someone to go get them for him, the, the people like the stable hands or whatever. The horses come trotting out. They are combed and glossy. The spokes... Um, and fellows of the chariot wheels have been sponged clean. The rails of the car freshly um, burnished. They have done their work well. Uh, all right. So just pointing out here, like that it seems like this, you could definitely think about this as 
foreshadowing of like how the gods are grooming Hector each day and like his body kind of is fresh and new every day. Um, so then lower, these horses were a gift from the gods, right? Um, and then there's kind of this suggestion that he has this kind of, these horses are like a little bit more than regular horses. Like they have this kind of um, spirit that's connected to him and like, you know, kind of they're almost like the God version of horses or something, um, which you can read further in that page. And then I'm on, so then I'm on page 31. Um, the gods can, at the bottom, the gods continue to defy him. Hector lies as if sleeping. His features are those of a young bridegroom, newly refreshed, his locks glossy black as in life, the brow like marble, all the welts and gashes were, were where yesterday bone showed through smooth, through smoothly sealed and torn flesh made whole again half blind with rage achilles so again that sent that blindness like half blind with rage out of you know kind of you're you're not um seeing clearly or in control um and then he he um hoists the court by hoist the corpse by its feet to the axle bar and with a brutal swiftness loops the thong three times round the bar so again that repetition of three um jerks it firm and then savagely knots it he's dealing with a sack of bones as the dogs know who yelp and howl having been so long um, kept so long from what they would tear at later their keeper whispers as half crouched behind them blah 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 um and then then he remounts the car and he goes out again. So, but I just want you to kind of like be think you could be definitely thinking about the way that the horses and then the body are compared there and then be thinking also about their response to death and the control like over the response to death. They're kind of like the main takeaways that I would um, focus on. I would encourage you to reread those scenes and also when you're rereading Ransom to look at as well where there's suggestions that the gods are kind of, um, you know, playing a bit of their hand or show you their control or power and you can also see that in the queen as well so I know I've kind of gone off topic and I'm sort of more looking at influence of gods a little bit in some of those conversations but it's really difficult to separate the themes like this because they all do overlap um, but they're just some things you might be aware of